Well, you're not going to believe what happened. What's that? I dropped my iPhone in <sighs> the hot tub last night. <laughs> Shut up. And so between that and my computer shutting down every time I have a remote Zoom action going, <laughs> I think I'm just appled out, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm excited that you have a hot tub right now. What's that about? I do. I'm on the West Coast, everyone. Christian's on the West Coast. I'm on the West Coast. This is Lawrence Lewis. This is Sister Christian. Today is September 17th. 2020. Things may have changed by the time you hear this, but this is the Producers Happy Hour, a weekly podcast with two producers, normally on opposite coasts. Obviously, Christian's here in LA, but we're exploring what it means to be a good producer as we navigate our industry coming back to work after a total shutdown while we still navigate the coronavirus. We find ourselves being asked to take on greater responsibilities from a variety of guidelines created by multiple sources. And I know the AICP just updated theirs. Now more than ever, it's important for us to keep sharing our experiences, our ideas, and really what our set life is like. Yes. And we need to hear from you. We need to share your stories. If you are willing, uh, how are you working? How are you staying safe? How are you keeping your crew safe? Email us at producershappyhour at gmail.com. And please rate the show on Apple Podcasts and share the show with your friends, your colleagues, your coworkers, your brother-in-law, like everybody needs to hear this show. And the more that you rate us and like us, uh, the more that we get passed around. Exactly. Make it easier for people like you to find us so we can all be talking about what is involved in film production. Yeah. Because I think our industry is actually doing it well enough. Yeah, we are. I'm surprised it took AICP this long to update, but I'm I know glad they that's did. just crap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have to come clean because I just wrapped a job. I haven't read the update yet. Oh, I haven't you. either. Because you okay. know what? I didn't. I don't. Here's the deal. I don't need it. It should have been updated a month mm-hmm. into everyone being back to work or two months into everyone being back to work. I mean, if they're telling me stuff that I implemented two months ago, then I just, right. what are they going to tell yeah. me new? Yeah, exactly. So today, Christian, we're going to be talking about mental health and how people are navigating or how you and I are navigating this uh, this little bit of a crazy time in in our lives and in in the world. Right now, Mm -hmm. not only with the coronavirus, but with everything going on with the fires here on the West Coast and the political climate, which gets more and more volatile, (laughs) volatile by the day. Well, how are you doing? Let's do a check in. Like, how are you mentally? Because I know you had a very what I consider a large job last week. Yeah, it was a large job. It was a four day shoot. And during the prep of it, I realized that I had to kind of shut everything out. And that was the only way I was going to be able to sanely work and work to my highest uh, capacity uh, like we normally would, right, as producers. I had to shut off the news. I had to be really careful about how much of that I I looked at or intook so I could focus on the job. And when you're on a big job like that and you're prepping for four weeks, and then by the time you get to day three of the shoot, day three comes around, And all of a sudden, you can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? right? You only have Mm -hmm. one more day to to figure out putting together. All of a sudden, you know, your stress levels start to go down. And you see the smile a little, maybe. You can (laughs) smile a little, maybe. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Say good morning to VTR guy. Good morning. Yeah. (laughs) My day three, when this started happening, it just allowed me to like start intaking the news. And it just, it affected my mood and it affected my disposition on set. 
So it wasn't that good to that day three, um, because for me, that day three was also when ash was raining down on us uh, and we're filming outdoors and the air, air quality is terrible and uh, so many things that, you know, all of a sudden it's like you're in a coma and you wake up and you're realizing what's happening around you. And uh, that was challenging. It was challenging for me to reconcile the fact that I was selling a product. Right. In the midst of the West Coast, mm -hmm. biggest fires in West Coast history, the worst air pollution in the history of the West Coast, social uprisings in cities all across America because mm -hmm. of social injustice, and this trickling of news that I was starting to pick back up on as to what some of these Trump officials are saying. And oh. it's just it's just mind boggling. That's it. That's mm -hmm. a challenge. And um, it was a large job. It's mm -hmm. complex. It's a lot more work. And it's a lot more layers to consider to keep everyone safe and to abide by the rules and to think about all the various snowballing aspects of how this works, compounding it with everything that's happening in the world today makes it definitely challenging mentally. Yeah. And I agree uh, with everything you said. Um, I feel like my challenge is different. However, I feel like I um, have always done the best I can to care more yeah. about like to, just to care about everybody on set to think about, you know, I know we <laughs> way back before we discussed like even as much as food choices, you know, like mm -hmm. as much care as I possibly can put into individualizing the job. Yeah. For each person experience, <laughs> I think that what I'm struggling with right now is it, it's not necessarily the safety part mm -mm. so much as no. it's the um, the continual having to explain that this is important mm. and important from a, you know, a cost aspect. Oh, like right. having to defend those things important from a um, health aspect that when you like reminding people to put their goddamn masks back on <laughs> <laughs> just in, and important from my own mental health of not to not allow those constant additional <laughs> job requirements that seems to be lumped on us now mm -hmm. to um, make me become bitter. Yeah. Or um, to come off as, you know, uh, mean. Because uh -huh. it really does come from a place of care. Right. And I'm finding that I'm struggling with it a little bit more because the demand, because I don't, I think that what we were hoping for coming out of. <laughs> think what we were really hoping for coming out of what you know shutting down was a bit more understanding yeah and what i'm finding is is that the resistance to the understanding mm -hmm. is greater than it used to be yeah the feeling that we had in june july of hope yeah that a change, a, a cultural shift was going to happen and mm -hmm. people were going to be more compassionate. Um, has certain, I certainly see that, but I also 
don't. <laughs> There's it's it's almost like um, what's happening now politically that they're polar opposites. It's like the people who were um, have compassion in them beca- have become more so, mm-hmm. and the people who didn't have it have found a reason to really like dig you know in. grab it and yeah. dig in. So I mean that's why I'd love to hear from you know more people out there to find what their experiences have. I mean, in general, are people finding that it's becoming, you know, a standard to have the amount of help that you need or the prep time that you need or the support that you need in order to do a job during this time? Right. We have a tendency as production people to take on the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's going to come a point where um, we have to admit that we can't. Right. And I don't. It'd be great to hear if people are having issues out there. Yeah, it would be good to hear. And I think some of the conversations in the film production forums out there are are a little mind boggling. So it, it does make me think that there's all different levels of yeah. work. Yeah. And and I kind of just started looking back at stuff after my job. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting people's uh, approach to what's happening out there. And, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, learning from this job. And I think I said in the last episode was that your COVID compliance officer or assistant, it's great if they're a medical professional. It's great if they're an EMT or something from that world. But it's really like you need a second production manager or even a second producer that handles all those aspects of the job to really, really take that off the plate of the producer who's handling all the crazy director requests, all the crazy agency requests, and still trying to run the job, this whole other part of it. It's like a second PM that understands the the compliance rules and regulations and how to do it. But it's it's a lot. It really is. Yeah. And the, the hours that I find myself like still doing things. Yeah. And the aftermath of, you know, cleaning up. I mean, the wraps take so much longer. Oh, like, are, are you still, ra- <laughs> are you guys still wrapping or? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's only open for two or three hours. The prop houses are only open for two. The wardrobe costume houses are only open for a couple hours. Yeah. Getting, getting invoices, getting, getting invoices. People from, are working from home. Yeah, it's 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 different. It's very different. So, Christian, I found since today's episode was on is on mental health and how we're navigating through it. I found this article, MassGeneral.org, and it talk, talks about depression on the rise during COVID-19. And wow. it says the U.S. Census Bureau recently reported that a third of Americans show signs of clinical depression and anxiety. These and other a mental third? conditions are a third. Holy smokes. These and other mental conditions are becoming amplified during the recent pandemic, while COVID-19 patients and their families are also at high risk to develop depression and anxiety. And they state a lot of various factors that are related to it that contribute to the increase in depression. And it's, you know, trauma from the disease, obviously. We all experienced that those first few months. Grief over loss of life. A lot of people have been connected to people that have died because of COVID-19. Fear of getting sick, as we know, that fear is very real for a lot of people. Um, Unprecedented physical distancing. We're learning that that really has an impact on people's mental health. 
not being around your friends, not being around other humans, not connecting with people. There's obviously financial concerns, unemployment, housing insecurity, food insecurity, loss of community, and reduced access to caregivers. All of these things are contributing to this rise in people suffering from mental health conditions during this time. And it's not surprising. That's not um, surprising. It's not surprising, but the number, I mean, you're right. It's not surprising, but it is slightly shocking, I guess, in a way that uh, that's a lot. It's a lot of people. That's like, oh, and, just think about it. You have two friends. Yeah. The, one of the three of you is clinically depressed right now. One of the right three now. of you is clinically <laughs> depressed. So That's a lot. So, you know, there's, there's some things you can do. I don't know if people know this, but here in Los Angeles, in Los Angeles County, the, the city, Garcetti, has negotiated with the yeah. app Mindfulness that it is free to residents here in Los Angeles County until mm-hmm. the end of the year. So there's a link you can just just I'll try and find it and put it in the show notes, but you, you can Google it, at, you know, put L.A. County mindfulness app. You can get it free for the year. And that is a, a, a great um, meditation app to help kind of calm your anxiety, center yourself, understand how to kind of manage those feelings. And I think that's really important right now. So people can look into that if you're here in L.A. County. It's a free resource that I think would be great for people to take part of. I love it. I think that just do it. Mm -hmm. Just do it. See what it's all about. The other thing that I want to say, Christian, I don't know if you have any tips or tricks of how you've been kind of staying sane during this time. But I was talking about this to somebody on set who was verbally talking about struggling mentally right now. Mm -hmm. And we had a little conversation and I said, well, I just had some point I had to regiment my day. And and we talked about this on the show. I, I deleted the Facebook app off my phone. Oh, I installed a timer on Facebook on my browser. Oh, so yeah, I, that I knew. So yeah. I only have it for 30 minutes a day. And then the other thing I did is instead of listening, I, I switched from news podcast up, uh, listening to news podcasts all day long to listening to one kind of big intake of news in the morning, one intake of news at night and switching to music. And I have a record player at home, so even... The doing the vinyl record player where you have to get out of your desk to turn it over. <laughs> that that right. adds a physicality to it and a more of a connectedness to music. Is that helping? Tremendously. Tremendously. So those are some tips for people. Limit your news intake. Structure your day. Get up and exercise if you're an exercise person. And uh, limit your time on the social media stuff. How about you? What's helping you? Um... I don't, uh, I don't know that I have an answer. That's okay. A lot of people don't. Yeah, because um, I'm aware of myself and the energy that I'm putting out. It was a very tense video village that happened. It was, um, mm. I had people in person and I also had oh, yeah. remote. And, um, you know, there was a, it was very intense and we were filming with a celebrity the after the job was over and we were on our strike day, the um, grip uh, said, "Hey, just wanted to let as you were saying goodbye. I wanted to let you know this great job. Um, we all saw the kind of shit you were eating the whole time, and we want mm. you to know that it never, we never felt it. We never felt panic oh, or pressure good. or any of that shit. And I was like, 
that's probably the best compliment that I've ever had <laughs> because, you know, passing it along is, you know, once, once a panic starts, if you become panicked, then how are you going to get anything done? You can't. Yeah. And so I think that, uh, I think I need more, I think I need an outlet. Right. And that's what I was going to say. You know, you kind of said that you don't really have any tips on how you're keeping yourself stable, but yet you're managing an intense video village so well that it's not trickling out to the rest of your crew and so much so that they can see that. What is your outlet? Where yeah. do you where well, do you Well, I think release... I cried in the bathroom a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time calling my good friend Amet and venting about a wardrobe issue. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that uh I try to let it go right away. Yeah. yeah. Um I try, but not always. So I'm um feeling very much like uh I need to probably need a break soon. Yeah, you've been on a run. I have been on a run, but I also, when I even say or think that, um, there's a bit of guilt there that there are still people who aren't quite up to working. Yes. But, you know, the pressure to handle things, mm-hmm. I think we all feel. And this this was the other thing that was planted in my mind when I actually said it to a friend. Um, she said, oh, well, we don't know how long this is going to last. What if we shut down again because of the flu? And I'm just like, oh, uh, I think that my advice to people would be, don't listen. Just do what's great for yourself and listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because um, I could probably Absolutely. buy into the, you know, oh shit, we might be, we might, <laughs> we don't know how long this is going to last or the, oh shit, just take it all while I can. But I don't know if that works for me. And I think that's what we had talked about in the beginning stages of this shutdown mm-hmm. was needing to listen to ourselves about how much can we take, yeah. how much can we do. And slowing it down. Slowing it down a little. And I miss this. I miss the, I I do actually miss what the, the breath that we were able to take. Yeah. Even though it was under like duress. Yeah. And we, it was scary. And it was scary. All of that. Uh um, I miss that we were, we allowed ourselves as a, basically as a society to say, I don't want to answer my phone for three days and I want to sleep. Or I and it was okay. And it was okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I I missed that already. Like, how did that go yeah. so quick? <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. And here we are. Yes. Back to work. So, Christian, I hope you get some release of all this soon. You know, I, I the release will come when I allow it. There you go. Yeah, those boundaries, fucking Yehuda. Those boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that's our episode. We will have interviews with more people just as soon as our schedules open up a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) we got some good guests lined up. They're coming. But first, go to our website, click on the Do the Work tab. Yes, we have a Do the Work tab, anti-racism resources. This is for you to educate yourself on the issues of racism that have long plagued our society, as well as link to actionable things that you can support in the Black Lives Matter movement. Little update on Breonna Taylor. A settlement Mm -hmm. was reached by her family. Um, Unprecedented amount of money, $12 Mm -hmm. million. Louisville is going to pay her family, but please, understand that that does not mean 
that the no. fight is over. Um, no. Charges have still not been brought in that case. And they um, there's a, a list of items that they also have to do in conjunction with this. And we have to hold mm. them accountable. Just keep keep her in your tweets. Keep her in your social media messages because her murderers are still walking loose and they need to be charged. There's another petition that I want to feature. I know we featured... A couple weeks ago, the GoFundMe for Jacob Blake and his family, uh, there's also a petition uh, to charge the cops who shot Jacob Blake. Yes. And if you don't know, he was a 29-year-old who was shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin, by police officers in the back seven times in August. Uh, Officers were on scene due to a fight which Jacob Blake was trying to break up. He was unarmed, and his kids saw the entire thing. Yes. Go right now. Sign this petition. We also have our Take Action page, and I'm going to put a new link on there because last night Stephen Colbert released his website, betterknowaballot.com. And this is a compilation of all voter information in every state in our country. You just simply click on what state you're in, and it's going to tell you when the deadline is to register, both online or in person. It's going to give you information on how to vote by mail. It's going to give you information on how, to, how and where to return your ballot when it's time. And uh, it's chock full of information and it makes it dead simple. So betterknowaballot.com. Yes. Um, And don't forget about Power to the Polls, um, which we are facing an unprecedented shortage of poll workers. So get out there and um, volunteer. I mean, civic duty, all that stuff. I mean, makes you feel good. (laughs) And And then also postcards to swing states. I just got my update about when to ship them out. So, uh, yeah, very important to follow the directions. But um, if you if you feel that you can't um, give the time that it takes, you could absolutely sponsor um, and just pay to have somebody else do it. So either way, you're, you're making a difference. And then, of course, there's all kinds of other action items on that page on our website, the Take Action page. So check it out. There's places where you can help donate. If you need help yourself, Feed the Freelancers is a great organization. Feel free to reach out. Well, Lawrence, this show is edited and co-produced by Rob Blinky. Artwork and logo design by Christopher Daniels. And our music was composed by Kyle Puccia. That's it for us this week, everybody. We'll be back next week. Like I said, we are going to have some more interviews. We'll see. It's going to be great. They're going to be great. We'll see. (laughs) We're still going to bring you all the information about filmmaking and producing in this new crazy time. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay connected, and stay active. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. (laughs) Clean your phone. And please, if you leave the house, um, wear a mask. Be sure to send us your voice recordings or your emails to producershappyhour at gmail.com. Lawrence, how can people get you if they want you? LawrenceTLewis.com or for voiceover work, voiceoflawrence.com. How about you? SisterChristianProduces.com. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.